The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So then continuing today with um, the strategies for dealing with challenges. And we have healthy strategies and unhealthy strategies. And all too often the unhealthy strategies, the, which are often our best efforts to cope with great difficulty, sometimes makes the situation worse or we spiral out. We get caught up in the reactivity to the challenges we have. And, um, and sometimes that reactivity or the caught-upness or what gets triggered in us can be so strong that it uh, can be overwhelming and challenging. So it's helpful if we develop a habit of looking at how we are in challenges with the question, what's the, my strategy here? What am I trying to do? Uh, how am I reacting or responding to this challenge that I have? And so uh, the five hindrances are often unhealthy strategies. And uh, we're trying our best to cope with it, but we're often uh, choosing a way which maybe can seem beneficial, but actually is not. And this is particularly true with the second of the hindrances, which um, is often translated into English as aversion. And so in Buddhist English, we have to understand that when the word aversion is used, it, it doesn't mean just simply the state of averting ourselves from something, but it's also the state of uh, uh, having certain kind of hostility or ill will towards something. And sometimes uh, the, the instinct to fight, the instinct to attack the challenge we have, um, it can seem uh, very productive or very important or appropriate or justified in the moment. And, uh, but, uh, and maybe it even accomplishes what we want, but it does so at a tremendous cost. And the example that I've used often, I apologize for repeating myself, is again back to my son when he was young. Um, there were some times when my no to him uh, was, um, I used what I called my strong voice. And, um, and uh, I'm afraid that I was you know, pretty angry by that time that I used it. But I, I felt like this has to stop. And so I had this strong voice. And then he would stop. And um, uh, times when I said no to him, and it was appropriate, there were times it was helpful for him to hear that. And he would be happy afterwards. He knew the limits of what he could do, and he understood the world a bit better. But when I used a strong voice, I would accomplish what I wanted to do and uh, said, oh, that worked, you know, and, uh, and that was good. But then sometime later, I heard him using the same voice for his younger brother. And I thought, oh my, what have I done here? What kind of conditioning, what example have I given of what's appropriate, how to uh, be with people? And so the long-term consequences of of the strong voice, kind of strong no, aversion, sometimes it accomplishes what we want in the moment, is not so healthy. It creates unhealthy relationships, perhaps. So, um, 
So, but, you know, it is an attempt to take care of ourselves at times. It's other, sometimes uh, aversion or no is, uh, doesn't really take care of ourselves. What's it taking, what's it, what it's taking care of is our desires. It's taking care of our, our, our uh, conceit. And, um, and we don't want that threatened in any way. We want to be able to do whatever we want. So there's a whole world of strategy that comes into play with the second hindrance, with aversion. And we have to understand this is a strategy. We're trying to accomplish something in the world through it. And then the question is, is there, is there, is there a more healthy way of accomplishing this, you know, some of the same things? A more healthy thing that we would want. So the, 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 uh, the healthy side of aversion is averting. There is healthy, appropriate turning away from things, stepping away from things. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to go into that. I'm not going to participate in this. And, um, but it isn't with hostility. It isn't with uh, anger. It isn't with um, shutting down. But it's saying, this is not working. And until somehow this can work better, I'm going to step back. I'm going to turn away. And, um, and so there's all kinds of healthy turning away that we can do in our, in our life and our strategy. So turning away so we can recover, turning away so we can um, settle ourselves or discover ourselves, understand what, how we've been impacted, so that later we might be able to, if it's appropriate, come back and have a conversation or deal with some issue. But to uh, go he- uh, headlong, you know, uh, rushing into trying to take care of a problem that uh, doesn't have to be taken care of in the moment. Maybe there can be even a few minutes wait so we can catch our breath, get some clearer sense of what's happening, so we can find other strategies besides uh, hostility, besides blaming someone. And sometimes that hostility is directed to oneself. And, um, and that's just as important when the hostility is directed to, the blame is directed to oneself, the, the guilt, the shame, the, you know, here I did it, I made a big mistake again. I, um, that kind of aversion or hostility or, or criticism of ourselves also is a strategy that we're trying to make things better, but it doesn't. And so is there another way? Is there a way of recognizing, wow, that didn't work. Maybe I did say something I shouldn't have said. And uh, I'm going to turn away from that. I'm not going to tr- do that again. But I'm not going to uh, attack myself. I'm not going to live under the weight of guilt or shame. I'm going to do something better. I'm going to say no to it. And in the future, I'm going to dedicate myself to tr- doing better in the future. I'm going to find a better way. And so in Buddhism, we learn from the past just enough to be inspired even, be encouraged. There's a better way. I'm going to find it. I'm going to do that. I'm going to say no to behavior which is not healthy and try to find healthy ways of doing that. There are definitely times where we want to learn to avert, times when we want to say no there's a way of saying no to someone that uh, is not um, attacking them or exactly saying, um, you know, you're wrong, that can't be done. 
but we say, no, I can't participate in that. No, uh, this doesn't work for me. No, um, I think that if that's the way this conversation is going, I think that I need to step away a little bit. And um, I need to regroup because this is a, this kind of conversation um, it, it, uh, causes me to not uh, come from my best place or to be clear. Or, um, I don't want to. I feel my anger coming up now, and I find that I don't want to be able. I don't want to talk from my hostility and my anger. Uh, can we take a break? I'd like to go around the block and chill. And then you come back and you still are very definitive and say, no, this doesn't work. This is not right for me. Or can we find, we have to find a different way. So we're definitive, we're clear, but we don't come from a place of hostility. The strategy we have is how can we find a way to be connected? How can we find a way to cooperate in this endeavor? How can we find a way that um, that I take care of myself in a definitive and clear way. I stand up for myself, but no one's attacked. That no one, there's no hostility. And um, and so there's, I've noticed, I've seen sometimes in Buddhism where we have the strong value of not acting with aversion, not having aversion, that people misunderstand it to think they're never allowed to say no. They're never allowed to uh, turn away, step away from something because, oh, that's aversion or something. So that's not true. So the strategy, there's a strategy of averting. And that strategy can, in one direction, uh, it contains hostility, ill will. In the other direction, it contains wisdom, it contains non-ill will, non-hostility. And, um, and in the non-hostile way of saying no or, or averting, it's, a, it's possible to have that be very definitive. And um, being definitive and establishing clear limits of what you're going to participate in or what you're going to do can be done with love, can be done with kindness. It might not be reciprocated, People might misunderstand. On one hand, that's their problem. Uh, psychologically, for themselves, that's what they have to come to terms with. But many people are not going to do that. So then you have to decide if you explain to them more the impact of their actions, how they are. Or maybe you see um, more clearly what they're capable of and what their tendencies are. And it gives you more information about how much you should step away, saying, oh, this doesn't work at all. I don't think we can find a way here now that I understand this person is kind of stuck in that particular thing. So, um, um, so one of the most important things I would like to suggest is that around this is that when we're challenged, take a little bit of time to consider what do you tr- what in relationship to the challenge uh, are you trying to do what do you what are you trying to do what are you trying to accomplish and how are you tr- and is the way you're trying to do that does it work is it healthy because many times in challenges people are operating from gut reactions uh, sometimes with um, um, you know 
quick decisions or un, things are not considered or not thought out. And, um, and so a Dharma life is one where uh, we don't act impulsively. Um, sometimes we might act spontaneously, but we never act impulsively where we're acti- acting from our reactivity. We take time to ask the question, what am I trying to do here? What am I trying to accomplish? And is the way that I'm doing it, is it for uh, the welfare and well-being of everyone concerned? And that, I think, is the real key of a dharma process, is how, is this, how can we find a way that's the best for everyone involved in the conflict, even the people who are causing so much trouble? It does not mean we have to put up with it. It does not mean that we have to, we can't avert and step away or be clear. But the notion that it's not me versus you, um, but rather, what's best for all of us? You don't have to say that you're doing that, but that leads to long-term well-being. Hostility only leads to very short-term well-being at the best. So asking yourself, what are you trying to do? And is the way you're doing it, is it really healthy for you and for others and for this world? So thank you. And um, we'll continue going through these strategies for challenges tomorrow.